This podcast is for PR pros who are looking to discover the best strategies for landing their dream retainer clients and scoring them top tier media coverage. I'm your host, Jen Burson, and I want you to have a fulfilling career in PR that totally lights you up without sacrificing your personal or family time or your sanity. Welcome to the Pitching Powerhouse Podcast. This topic is probably the most um, meaningful to me, the most personal to me, because this is my purpose in life. Um, When I talk about my purpose, it is obviously when it comes to my family to be the best mom I can be to my kids, to be a wonderful partner to my husband, and it is to give our community the tools, the training, the support, the strategies, the proven frameworks to allow them to create a business that will support their passions and goals as a mom and as an entrepreneur, because I know we can have it all. I know we can do both and do them both very, very well. We are going to learn today seven ways that you can support yourself as a mom while you're running your agency or set yourself up to have a business that will allow you to be the kind of parent that you ultimately want to be if and when you decide to have kids. And if it's not about having kids, it's about um, being there for your loved ones, whether that's like a parent who is um, elderly and you're caring for them or uh, being there for yourself to be focused on your fitness and your, you know, your personal fitness goals, your kind of mental health, um, self-care as we call it. So having a business that's set up the right way will allow you that flexibility and freedom to take care of yourself and those that you love. When I started Generation, it was 2005, I was not married yet. I was dating my husband and I left law to start my PR firm, kind of like out of thin air, 180, no experience, no training, no contacts. Just one day it was like, I need a change. And I ran the business for five years before I had kids. And then my eldest is 13 and then my younger son is 11. So five years into having the business, I had kids. And what I realized is that the way that I had kind of unintentionally um, set up the business really worked well and supported my transition into motherhood. So it wasn't that I started this business, um, and had kids or was even pregnant or left an agency because I was pregnant or wanted to kind of go out on my own because I was a new mom. It took me five years. So I had all the stages I had pre kids. I got married while I was running my business. I, um, you know, pregnancy moved houses, motherhood, breastfeeding, second baby, two kids under two, also breastfeeding, colicky baby. And now (laughs) these two babies are now in middle school, which is insane to me. And that's where we are today. So motherhood will change the way that you run your agency. It's going to change your life forever um, in so many, so many positive ways and also some really challenging ways. But 
you know, motherhood is kind of like a stage of entrepreneurship in and of itself. And it is going to irreversibly change the way that you look at work and the way that you split your time between the work you're doing, whether you go to an office or you're working from home and how you're spending time with your family. And it's my mission to show other women that they can be plugged in. They can be a checked in mom and a high powered agency owner. And I know it to be true. I do not ever want any of us to have to choose, but it has taken um, some major mindset shifts to get to this place where we can have both, where you can have it, have it all if this is what you want in your have it all vision. But if you are used to doing everything yourself, you are going to have to make a big shift there because you can't do it all and sacrifice all of your time and energy and focus and attention on your family and your business, you will not have anything left for yourself. So I'm going to share my seven best tips for balancing or integrating those different stages of entrepreneurship with motherhood so that you can grow alongside with your kids. Your business can grow as your kids grow. Okay, let's say you've got new babies. Um, The first thing is... Everybody says this, you know, nap when the kids nap, right? Um, But my tip is take advantage of nap times and when you're pumping, right? So I told you I nursed. Um, When your baby is in that kind of newborn or infant stage, nap time is your best friend. So those little pockets of time throughout your day that are chances to get things done, whether it's chores around your house or whether it's agency work, that's when you can kind of jump on it and you become really efficient, like very efficient during those nap times. And when your newborn starts to transition into a more consistent nap schedule and you can more accurately plan your your day out, you're going to get into this groove with your work and your schedule again. It's going to feel like that consistency allows you to get into more of a schedule and a plan. So when your baby, you, you know, you're kind of using these regular naps, usually babies take two, three naps during the day. Sometimes they sleep long stretches at night. Of course, you have to sleep as a parent then, but you do feel like you're moving through molasses when you're working um, with a new baby and you're up all night, you don't get that full night of sleep. So it's harder to get things done during the day. So definitely sleep as much as you can. But what happens is if you sleep train, you can make it happen around three months. When your baby starts to sleep through the night, you will feel like a brand new person, honestly. Like you are going to feel like you can conquer the world. And that's that energy that you have, and you can count on that stretch of sleep. Uh, Maybe you do some housework, you know, kind of cleaning up your house at the end of the day during that time. And then you can use those nap times for work if that's what you are choosing to do. So it's just those pockets. You have to like really be efficient and effective with those pockets of time. And if you're breastfeeding, then it is crucial that you pump while you're working um, during that early newborn stage because your milk supply right at the beginning is the highest 
just after postpartum. So you're basically telling your body, the baby's telling your body, like how much milk they're going to need. And so it kind of, it balances out over time. Um, your body will just adjust your supply to meet the demand. So in the beginning, you can pump a lot. And I tell you this because when you pump your milk and you freeze it and you have a supply, frozen milk will equal freedom for you. So it means you're not tied to the baby. You can spend all day, like usually kind of working around the baby's breastfeeding schedule. But when you have frozen milk, somebody um, can feed for you. Um, they can, you can go out for two, three hours, miss a feeding. You might want to pump some people pump in the car, whatever. That way you keep your supply up. But that frozen milk means your husband, your mother-in-law, your mom, a nanny, babysitter, whatever can still feed the baby breast milk. And you're not the one that has to physically be there. So what would happen in my family is let's say in the middle of the night, the baby would wake up. And if my husband wanted me, wanted to give me that time, um, I would just put the breast pump on and he would take a bottle that was in the, in the fridge already and, um, feed it to the baby. So I could sleep after pumping, whatever. Anyway, so that is the key to freedom. And I wish I knew that with my first son, because I was always playing catch up with the frozen milk. If you pump a lot and store it in your freezer, you have more flexibility and freedom. So you can also work while you pump, right? So, um, I was managing social media profiles for clients and I was nursing, um, and you know, while I was nursing, I would like have this pillow and, you know, be doing it on my phone. I can't even tell you how many times, honestly, I dropped my iPhone on my kid's head, <laughs> like going to admit that right now, but we would also like have calls, not zooms. This was like pre zoom with the breast pump and I would shove it in a drawer because it makes a noise. Um, it's really a great option to have a wearable, like a hands-free wearable pump. When I was nursing, they didn't have those options. You had to get this weird like tube bra with these cups and wear it or whatever. But now, and even my client motif makes the aura, which is like you put it in your bra and it's like two little pumps and it's not the entire supply you're going to get with a regular hospital grade pump, but it is something for when you're on the go or when you're working or when you're doing other things. A wearable is very, very helpful. So it's also covered by insurance. So look into that. Um, that's number one is just finding those little pockets of time and you will find yourself extremely motivated and extremely efficient during those times. Number two is you have to lean on your team. You have to trust them. You are going to need them during the early stages of motherhood more than you think. So you might think that you're you're able to juggle it all with ease, no problem. You can multitask like a pro. Like I envisioned that I would have my little newborn baby in a bouncer under my desk and I'd have my foot and I would be rocking him with my foot and he'd be sleeping like a little angel. Never happened, not even once. Like never, ever, ever. No, it just didn't happen. So um, you think you can juggle it all and multitask, but there are unexpected challenges like a kid who doesn't nap or when they drop a nap or my son who had colic and literally screamed 20 plus hours a day for 11 months and never slept, like never slept. It was, he had bags in his eyes. None, it was horrible. So you are going to need to lean on your team and let them handle 
more than just that day-to-day -day execution in your agency. And you've got to set them up. If you're in the middle of your business and you are planning for motherhood, you need to use that runway that you have. Baby will be here faster than you know it. Um, and you might think, I don't, I don't have any, everything in place. You're never going to be totally ready, right? But your team should be client facing at this point. So this is your first line of defense when a client needs something and you should only jump in if you need to. So you want to set that tone with the clients that the team is here, they've got it covered, you're monitoring, but you don't really want to have clients have direct access to you when you're just really kind of postpartum. So um, you have to uh, really set everybody up for success, um, make sure that the team has already been introduced um, as the lead in dealing with client issues as they come up, if something um, the client needs, the, they know to go directly to your team and give a window of time that you're going to be on maternity leave, right? So we're technically never on full leave. I'm going to be honest. I wasn't like, I'm unreachable. Don't talk to me for three months. I was always with my head in the game, but only to the extent that I wanted to and I could handle it. And uh, the team had that autonomy to manage the whole situation. But you might have to take more time off for maternity leave than you expect. So um, even if it doesn't feel great in the moment to extend that break and hand the bulk of the work over to your team, it's going to be temporary and you're going to return. But right now is that really special once in a lifetime time with your baby and the baby needs you and it's okay to step back from your business. I know a lot of us say like, oh, my business is my baby. Um, and I still feel that way, my first baby, but I created this baby in a way where I was able to step back and only focus on things to the extent that I wanted to. Um, and be able to really be there for my son. One of the things that was important to me was going to like a, a mommy and me class. And I credit that with that early awareness that my son had developmental delays that necessitated evaluations and therapy. And we're still in all of that. You know, it's lifelong stuff that we're always going to be finding ways to support him. I did not, and I credit early intervention with having a better long-term outcome for him. Um, I know that because we intervened early that um, we really got him help that he needed. Um, so you want to uh, be able to focus on what your baby needs when they need it. And you want to make decisions as a parent as a wife, as an agency owner, as all of the hats that you wear that are truly aligned with your values and the priorities that you have. And when you know your values and you have your priorities aligned and you have a clear vision for how you want your agency to support your life and you want your life to be um, enabled through your business, then making those decisions is really easy. It becomes crystal clear. There's no guilt. There's no second guessing. And 
that's one of the reasons why I wanted to become a high performance uh, certified coach and why we created Elevate, the um, group coaching experience. It's like a very small, high level mastermind where we dig into all of this, really figuring out your values, your um, vision for your life and your business and how you want yourself, your life, your, your career, your relationship, your relationship with your parents, relationship with your children, your relationship with your partner, how you want all of that to feel on a daily basis. And that's what we dive into. And um, that one is, you know, leaning on your team, feeling good about that, getting them in place and situated early so that you have that freedom to be able to be present and checked in to your baby. Um, the other thing is number three, it's about focusing on main maintenance. Um, when I was at the newborn stage with both of my boys, the goal was not growth. There was no way I was going to be able to bring on new business. It was about maintaining the client experience, keeping clients in the door, keeping them happy, making them feel like there was no detriment to their service because I had my boys. So um, I did not field any new business inquiries at those times. One thing I will say is if you have a referral network, either you know come into Profitable PR Pros, come into Agency Accelerator, and let them know that you are going to be um, referring anything out while you're on this kind of early maternity leave or motherhood uh, place in your life and see if anybody's open to receiving referrals. So that's a great thing to have in place as somebody that you feel comfortable just, you know, giving referrals to. But um, my second son, like I said, he had horrible, horrible colic for 11 months. And at that time, I could barely, I mean, it's such a blur. I don't even know what what we did to get by during that time. I have no idea. Um, and it was impossible to do much more than just honestly feed the family. Um, and so... I did not have the energy to focus on the business at that time. And I had to lean on my team even more. Um, we were basically in survival mode while he was my focus. And during that first year of being a mom of two, I had clients that supported me and I had a team that could back me up, but I really gave myself a break in not trying to grow the business and a break from guilt that I might feel about being so exhausted and so stretched that I wasn't amazing at everything or really honestly even anything. I allowed myself to go fully into new mom mode. I accepted that I wasn't really super passionate at that moment about the work that I was doing because I knew my priority was my son and he had something going on. Um, you know, it's, uh, there's only so much you can do when you're sleep deprived and dealing with a screaming baby 20 hours a day. So you have to know that you're not always going to have exactly the same level of energy, even to spread around between your business and motherhood. Your energy is going to 
drop significantly. And then it'll come back up when baby sleeps, when you have consistent naps, all of that. But part of what I love about my agency accelerator program is that I want moms, I want women to know that we can create a business that are that is able to sustain us, that you can create a business that will sustain you during those tough postpartum days and the later stages of motherhood, that the goal is to have a business that is flexible, a team in place to support you so that your time can be flexible. And I also love the retainer model for this way too. It's like you're not really accountable for specific hours and to be in a specific location. You can be wherever you are. And as long as results are getting generated, work is being done, it doesn't matter when or how or for how long. It's just about outcomes. So the team can provide those outcomes and your business can still sustain and your clients will stick around. Um, Part of that leads into number four, which is letting go of mom guilt. You know, there's just this heavy, heavy guilt throughout all stages of motherhood that feels like if you're happy to be at work, then you feel really bad that you're not with your kid or when you're with your baby, you feel guilty because you're not really having that love and attention to your business that you thought you'd always have. Release that guilt. Like you shouldn't feel guilty all the time um, or feel, you know, I'm happy that my kids are back in school because I have the bandwidth to focus on work. And some people feel guilty about that. Not me, (laughs) not me, not at all. Um, I feel that, um, There's nothing shameful or wrong about enjoying time for yourself. I love time with myself and I don't feel guilty about enjoying time for myself. And my husband has his own time and it makes him really happy to play tennis or see his friends. And we then get back together um, and we support each other with the kids. So Just know that being a mom isn't your only identity. It's one of your identities. And it's just an aspect of who you are. You could be a business owner and a wife or a partner or a happily single mom. My God, shout out to single moms. Oh my goodness. How do you do it? I have no idea. Um, Hardest identity in the world. But... Sometimes I do feel like my work is me time and it feels good to do my work because I know I'm making an impact. I know I'm making a difference. I'm working with clients I love. I'm doing work that feels meaningful, but you should also seek out some solo time outside of the office. So create time in your day to really prioritize yourself. And this is about self-care, give yourself a few minutes each day to check out all together, you know, just I'll say like I'm off duty or like talk to daddy, you know, um, and decompress. That could be listening to relaxing music or going for a walk, listening to a podcast, um, meditating, taking a bath, like something that will allow you to decompress, take a bath, take a hot shower. Um, Sometimes, like I said, um, if I just want to be like unreachable, I will take a long shower knowing that 
the door is closed and no one's going to interrupt me and it feels like an escape. And honestly, I have some of my best ideas in the shower. Um, I have like a little notepad that's waterproof. There's like shower notes there and a pencil. Um, and I'll sometimes write down cause I'll do like a brain dump or come up with really good ideas for things, or at least I think they're good ideas. I don't know. Um, another thing I do is I look at the kids school day. This is my work day. So when your kids are little, it's a bit different because early on they're home, they're napping. Maybe you get a nanny very expensive. Um, maybe you have a parent close by that will give you some time during the day, but that's the early stages when they nap. People say nap. I never did that. I worked. Um, and I, and I slept at night. Um, but I wasn't able to nap during the day when my kids napped. Um, but when they get to school, oh my God, it is going to feel like the most like abundance of time you've ever felt in your life. It is the, just a, a totally different phase for your business in this motherhood journey. So, um, when you have more than one kid, you're going to be able to focus more on, um, your business when the youngest one is off to preschool. And when all your kids are at school, their work day, six or seven hours, their school day, um, six or seven hours will become your focused work day. And you're going to have that set period of time, you know, that they're in school and they get picked. That's why parents are like, oh my God, the school's calling. My kid is sick because they've planned their whole day around that six hours. And you feel really focused. You have this level of clarity, like you've I, at least I did. I had a level of clarity that I had never had before because you are working in such a condensed period of time. You prioritize the things that really matter and that'll really move the needle. You don't have the luxury to dilly dally, to procrastinate, to kind of pick and choose what you work on. Um, you are super focused and super productive and you make decisions, um, really based on what your priorities are and things that are clearly a yes are like a hell yes. And things that are not aligned with your priorities are a clear no. And that's a huge part of what we talk about in, in elevate in the group coaching program is gaining clarity around those priorities and knowing what it is you want out of your business, out of your day, out of your life, your family, all the things that are going to impact the decisions you make so that you don't have to waffle on decisions. You don't have to waver. It's going to be very clear and you will get more done in those four, five, six hours that your kids are in school than if you had an entire day of free range before you had kids. You just, as a mom, become extremely efficient and focused. So you've adjusted to working in these short bursts during that newborn stage, and you're going to become way more effective and efficient once you have those uninterrupted hours right in front of you. And that is when I felt I had the bandwidth to shift back to growth mode in my business. And it was honestly so empowering to get to that place. Um, and it, you know, it doesn't take a long time, um, once you have a regular, consistent block with your kids, either in nursery school or in elementary school or somebody coming and giving you those hours during the day. 
Number six is your passion for your business will return. Um, I know that it feels really weird to love this thing you're building and then you have a baby and you look at this baby and you're like, I love this baby more than anything I ever possibly thought I could. And you lose interest. You're kind of like, do I even ever want to go back to work? Kind of happens to all of us. But you're, you know, and that happens during the newborn phase. Your passion for your work and your agency kind of fades. It happens to all of us. You are not alone. I definitely experienced it. But when the kids get older, everything gets easier and you're going to be able to check back into your work, feel that drive again to create, to grow your agency, to prospect and bring a new business. Um, I am back in that reinvigorated place where you have more time, more energy, more excitement about the work that we're doing and really, um, excited about the new experiences that the kids are having. And, um, and I'm sure that my passion for what my kids are doing and what my work allows me to experience is going to evolve as my kids get older and as my business continues to grow. Um, you know, motherhood is this really powerful life change, right? And it makes you feel really powerful. It's this big change. It gives you a lot of clarity around your vision for your life, your business. Um, there's a renewed interest and passion in your business and excitement about the work that you're doing once you have kids. At least that is how I felt. It felt really empowering to be able to bring money in to my family, to show my children that I'm home, I'm working. Um, they've always known that I have my own business. They've always seen me working really hard. They've always seen me excited about the work that I'm doing. Um, be, being a mom became this really major change where I could see how my business allowed me to be that type of mom that I always wanted to be, which I knew was not the vision for myself when I was an attorney. It just wasn't. Billable hours, big firm life, going to be a partner. Um, but those women weren't the kind of mom that I wanted to be. So I love my business for allowing me to be the room mom, the mom that can pick up the kids in the middle of the day if I need to, um, help them with their homework, be here for them, um, you know, go for a walk with the dog all together when they get home from school. There's this renewed passion and interest in your business and excitement about the work you're doing once you have kids and you have this greater drive to achieve your goals when you have your kids and your family at the back of your mind during the day. It's knowing I'm creating something for all of us, that I'm bringing in revenue to support our family, you know, to live where we want to live, to go to the schools that we kind of need to go to, to take trips that will create memories together, to have a business that allows me to afford the trips, that allows me to take the time guilt-free, you know, that becomes very clear. Um, and in my Elevate program, we work together, you know, which I think is really powerful to create a personalized action plan that will help you reach your goals. 
And I think being a mom allows you to see the world differently. It gives you um, access to creativity, to this deep feeling of empathy, um, certain thought processes that you don't have before you have kids. And it opens your mind up professionally and creatively to see opportunities that maybe you didn't notice before. There are opportunities that exist that, you know, you might have overlooked. And now that you're a mom, maybe a tired mom allows you to have a different perspective or um, a mom with kids that have learning differences or, you know, just uh, a mom of two or a mom of an only child, you know, that unique perspective will allow you to see opportunities, gaps in the marketplace that maybe you can now fill. You have that unique perspective. You have that empathy, that unique place that you view the world. And it does change. Um, and the last tip I have is you've, you've got to give yourself, cut yourself some slack, give yourself grace. And that goes for any stage of entrepreneurship, any stage of motherhood, give yourself a break. It's just that guilt is not productive. I had to realize this early on. When I was in the newborn stage with my first son, a lot of the time that I could have been working was spent at therapy appointments, evaluations, occupational therapy, and um, taking him to his OT, to his um, vision therapy, um, all, all the things, right? And in order to be able to handle that, I had to give myself some grace and be present in the moment for my son, for my family, give myself that time to just do what my family needed to trust my instincts and know that I was making the right decisions, even though it was hard and time consuming and expensive, um, and not enjoyable. It's what my family needed. It's what my son needed. And even now I still need to step back and give myself a little, you know, cut myself some slack often, all the time. Um, I was at my son's first basketball practice um, when like a really urgent pressing email came in and he was like, mommy, mommy, look at me, like trying to, he's 11, but he was like trying to get my attention. Look what I'm up to, look what I'm doing. Um, and so uh, I was trying to like spin all the plates and have, you know, all of these things at the same time. And so instead of responding directly to my client, with my thoughts on how poorly a third party had handled the situation. I had accidentally hit reply all. I sent that email and the person that I was kind of criticizing, not horrible, but like not great. Um, they got the email and I could have beat myself up trying to be in mom mode and agency owner mode at the same time and doing both very poorly because my son was like, did you see? I just, and I said, no, I didn't see it. He's like, why are you on your phone? Now I'm doing both things very poorly. Um, I could have really beat myself up over it. Um, instead I just decided to let it go and I apologized for the mistake. I moved on and honestly, everything was fine. Everything was fine. So let yourself do what you need to do for your family at all stages of motherhood and give yourself some grace for maybe taking a longer break postpartum than you'd planned. Or, you know, don't feel 
that you have to jump right back in right away. Know that your team is in place. Trust your team. Lean on your team. You don't have to be in control of everything. It's really impossible, honestly. And you can't grow and scale your business and you can't run your business sanely without making yourself really stressed out if you don't trust your team. So one thing I will say to kind of wrap all of this up is that when I became a mom, I had a ton of confidence in myself. It made me feel confident in myself. It made me feel really comfortable in who I am and what I want my business to look like. It allowed me to really um, trust myself and my instincts and, and know that I was doing the right thing um, for my family, for my business, like that I caught things early and that I had somehow built generation in a way that would allow me to be a nursing mom with a colicky kid and another kid who needed OT and all the things and not have my business really suffer in any way. So I felt awesome about that. And I still just feel really good about, um, the growth I've had as first, uh, you know, making the hard decision to leave law to start my own business. That was really kind of crazy. And then getting to this place now where I've got my two kids growing into my identity as a mom, um, you know, just fully checking into that feeling and know that you are who you are, take it or leave it. Um, make making mistakes, sending emails to the wrong people by mistake. It happens. Um, but accepting, you know, accepting that maybe you can't do it all. Um, and that's okay. Like your house is not going to be perfect if you only have a certain amount of time and you need to walk the dog or maybe you're going to be eating a frozen meal because you don't have time that day because you needed to go out to a client meeting or be on an extra long zoom with a client. It's like, there's only so much time. There's only so much energy and bandwidth. So fully check into the feeling that, you know, you're awesome. You're doing a great job at what you're doing. Um, and, that, and, and it's always enough. And you are going to feel so much more at ease when you are more forgiving towards yourself. And, you know, maybe you drop the ball, life gets hectic. Um, thank you for being here. Whether you are a parent or not, or you are thinking about it, or you're a pet parent, or wherever you are in your stage of life with your business, your family, parenthood, um, entrepreneurship, any of it. Uh, that's what I have for you guys. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you soon. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pitching Powerhouse podcast. If you're ready to start, grow, and scale a profitable agency all on your own terms, you should consider joining the Agency Accelerator. Check out the link in the episode description to learn more. To achieve your big, scary goals and truly live the type of lifestyle you've always wanted, it's time to join the Agency Accelerator. 
inside this incredible program, you'll learn exactly how to structure your PR agency to fill your pipeline with high paying clients and establish a consistent revenue stream so you can run a business that lights you up and that doesn't run you. This program is built around the exact steps that I took to grow a seven-figure PR agency, Generation PR, and now hundreds of other PR professionals around the world have implemented these techniques and strategies to scale their own agencies too. So this stuff works, you guys. Check out the link in this episode's description to learn more. And as always, be sure to tune in next week for another incredible episode packed with the insights you need to become a pitching powerhouse.